0: The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Centre. Remain blessed as you listen. Praise Alright, uh, let's look at our team scripture. Everyone, say this with me. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. By the grace of God, today will be the last time we'll be having Two centers, praise God, because next week Oikea Leki is started. Praise God. Hallelujah. The evangelism team have been doing a fantastic job, led by Pastor Wilson. Pastor Wilson, well done. Can give you a big hand to Pastor Wilson. All right. We have been able to reach hundreds of people in Leki with the gospel, preaching the gospel to them. They got quite a number filled with the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, during the outreaches, praise God. I believe there were about 13 brethren that went from here. Then we met some of our lucky guys. We have members in Lecky, all right, who actually watched the service online. They are just waiting. Come and start church here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, just come and start. We just want you to just come and start here. All right, praise God. And we are going, amen. So don't worry, I will be ministering here, all right, on Sundays, and I will be ministering there on Sundays, praise God. All right, so we now have four services, one in a two here, and one over there. Praise God. Choose this day which one you shall attend. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of you love our pastors? How many of you actually love our pastors? Some of you saw some of the, you know, our pastors are hot? Praise God. I was watching the panel session, and the prayer led by Pastor Eddie was so powerful. Praise God. Hallelujah. I was so fire. I could feel the fire as Pastor Eddie was leading prayer. Praise God. You understand that? You know, Pastor Eddie leads prayer with fervency. He doesn't do Socrates. He supposedly, oh, hey, oh, so if you are dead, you will come alive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His, lead, his prayer lead he can raise the dead. Amen. I said amen. I remember the first time Pastor Eddie came to attend some prayer meetings um, with us, you know, and I, I I used to have 10-hour prayer meetings. So Pastor Eddie normally, you know, the first one he attended, I remember that he started it like a man on fire. Hallelujah. But you forgot that this was not a one-hour prayer meeting. It was 10 hours, praise God. So, you know, in a 10-hour prayer meeting, you start slowly, praise God. All right, so you normally know, when people come for those meetings I hold, all right, and how you, you know, a JJC is the one that starts praying, when we start praying, he's praying loud. la ya We just started. I was like, 10 hours, landlord. <laughs> praise God. By the time you get to, like, hour two, you will think you have spoken a lot in tongues, but we have eight more hours to go. Can I get an amen? So you have to learn how to say marathon. Hallelujah. We do a lot. We do prayer marathons in this church. Praise God. We had one in January. Praise God. We're going to have another one in February. Hallelujah. Where we just come to just pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We just come to pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost and sort things out. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. All right. St. Mark's Gospel chapter 9 verse 23. Our team scripture. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Superior to principalities and powers. That's what I've made you, says the Lord. Superior to principalities and powers. That's what I've made you, says the Lord. That's who I've made you, says the Lord. So do not be afraid of their faces. Do not be afraid of their faces. Do not be afraid of their faces, for they are afraid of you, says the Lord. They are afraid of you, says the Lord, for they can see my eyes in yours. They can see my fire in yours. They are afraid because they know they have been defeated. They have been discomfited. They have been defeated. They have been discomfited. For you that has been having terrifying dreams, terrifying dreams of being afflicted and oppressed, rise in the knowledge of who you are and turn back the tide, turn back the enemy. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the enemy. Oh, if you would arise in a conscious. Of the power I have given you, if you arise in the consciousness of the authority I have given you, you will put to flight the forces of darkness. Praise God. Mark 9 23. Everybody, read, want to go? It says, What? Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are what? Possible to him that believes. Read it again, everybody, want to go loudly. Jesus said unto him, Uh huh. Uh all things are possible to him that what? Believes. All things. Luke chapter 1 verse 35. All things are possible to him that believes. So that means there's a lot of possibilities available to the man who believes. And in the context of anything is possible that we have been discussing since the month of January began, we've been talking about taking territories for Christ. Praise God. Taking territories for Christ. Taking territories for Christ. Being in all the nations of the world with the gospel. Hallelujah. Holding teaching crusades in stadiums. I'm painting the pictures for you. Praise God. I'm telling you that we are going to hold meetings in stadiums and it's a teaching meeting. It's not a concert. Glory to God. All right, nothing wrong with concert. Praise God. It's not a decision. It is Bible study in stadium. Glory to God. Imagine shaking a city with teaching. Praise God. Yes, there will be miracles, but it will be primarily teaching. We teach salvation in stadiums. Are you following? And people will run out saying, I am eternally saved! I am eternally saved! You understand we run out? Glory to God. Everybody say, anything is possible. Glory to God. Imagine a stadium filled with people understanding the assurance of salvation once they believe it. Amen. All right, where we are not, our message is not hell, even though there is a hell for you if you reject reject Jesus. But that is not the gospel. Praise God. Imagine filling the whole world with that doctrine. where they say there are some people that have arisen in the scene who preach a special kind of gospel, they say it is the authentic and true gospel, the one that Paul preached. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That God is not angry with men, that God loved men so much that he sent Jesus to die. Praise God. And if men believe and receive this Jesus, they are saved forever. Imagine a stadium filled with people hearing that. Imagine 1 billion people hearing that. That's our job. Praise God. But before we talk about 1 billion, what of your neighborhood? What of your streets? What of your friends? What of your circle? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do they know? Have they heard? Or have you left them with that false gospel where they are supposed to receive a Jesus and work hard to keep him? They are supposed to receive a Jesus by grace, but keep him by works. Hallelujah. Is that the gospel you've left them with? Amen. Look at St. Luke's Gospel 135. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that only thing which thou sh- shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Everybody read verse 36. What does it say? It says, And behold, I caused Elizabeth, she o- had also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called Baron. 37. Everybody read one, two, go. For with God, nothing shall be what? Impossible. <laughs> say, Everybody, anything is possible hallelujah anything is possible our mandate given to us by our lord jesus in matthew 28 on to matthew 28 verse 18 the matthew's gospel chapter 28 and verse 18. he says and jesus came and spake unto them saying All power is given unto me in heaven and the earth. I have told you in context that the all power given unto Jesus in heaven and the earth in this place is in the context of what? Salvation. In the context of what? Salvation. So that means he has all authority in heaven and the earth to save men. So it was on the basis of this all authority to save men, all right, we now have the go commission. 19, he now says what? Go ye therefore. Everybody say go ye. He says, go ye therefore, and teach what? All nations. The scope of our commission is not our street alone. It starts from the streets. It starts from the homes close to us. But it doesn't end there. He said, all nations. Remember I told you, nations is the Greek word, ethnos. And ethnos is talking about what? People that speak a collective word, language. They have a way of thinking that is what's uniform. So if you speak to one, you have spoken to all. Praise God. As I said, Praise God. Nation states. Teach all nations. He says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. I've taught you many times that the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is the name of what? Jesus. So when he says baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, he's talking about bringing them into what? Oneness. Remember we talked about baptism. That baptism, alright, all right. we have in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 6 He says there is one Lord, one faith, and what one? One baptism. One, uh, one, fa- uh, one, uh, one Lord and Father overall. So when we talk about one baptism, there are not two baptism. When he's talking about baptism, he's not necessarily talking about water baptism. Because water baptism was a typology. Praise God. If you look at Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, turn in there. He says, I, this is um, John the Baptist speaking, he says, I indeed baptize you with water unto what? Repentance. But there is someone coming after me, the such of whose shoes I am not worthy to what? Unloose. He will baptize you with the what? Holy Ghost and with fire. So that means John's baptism, it is water he uses. But Jesus' baptism, he uses what? Holy Ghost. So what John tried to achieve with water baptism is what Jesus has done with Holy Ghost what? Baptism. So the baptism in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost is Jesus' baptism. And what is that one? It is submerging people into the Holy Ghost. Submerging people into Jesus. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, he says what? All right. He said, either, uh, no, 1 Corinthians 12, 13. Turn in there. Turn in there. Quickly, quickly. Alright, talks about being baptized in the body of Christ. Alright, for by one spirit. Everybody read one to go. It says, For by one spirit uh, we are we all what? Baptized into what? One body. So the Holy Ghost baptism is an immersion into the body of Christ. Alright, because the word baptism means to immerse. It's from the Greek, baptizo. It means to emerge. It means to submerge. Hallelujah. To be baptized by the Holy Ghost is Holy Ghost baptism. And to be baptized by the Holy Ghost is to be immersed, submerged into the body of Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into what? One body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have all been made to drink into what? One spirit. So the moment a man hears the gospel and believes it, he has been baptized into what? The body of Christ. I taught this day one, seven days of glory. If we're not present, go and get the message. And if somebody is dozing by you, give the, the person a court. hallelujah. Praise God, in the Holy Ghost. <sighs> Holy Ghost upper court. no sleeping here. It's our year of spreading. We cannot afford for you to be cold. Amen. Look at them and say, no cold person in this place. No this is a military barracks. Yeah, military barracks. Glory to God sit up like you sit up properly sit up hallelujah you know there's a posture that says spirit of sleep take over me you understand there's a posture amen sit down properly i want to hear the word of god so that i will be revived i will be set on fire to take my, my word for christ hallelujah look at him i will take my word for christ Take my word is not ready yet i will take my word for christ who is not speaking to his neighbor look at your neighbor eyeball to eyeball Hallelujah. Don't post your neighbor. You understand? Say, all right, I'm taking my word for Christ. I have a message. I have a message. And they will hear me. They will hear me. Because Christ has sent me. He has said to me, Go, go. Hallelujah. Say you go ye therefore. So because I have all authority to save men, he says, go ye therefore. So that is, if I go in the name of Jesus, men will be saved. Hallelujah. He says, go ye therefore. Look at Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Paul is telling us that there is ability and power in the gospel message to save men. That the power to save is not in my ability to persuade The power to save is not in the the eloquence of my words. That's why Paul said, All right, my preaching and my teaching was not in the enticing words of men's what? Wisdom. So that means if you say, Pastor, I don't know how to talk well, you are qualified to preach the gospel. Pastor, I'm not erudite. I don't know how to quote the Greek and Hebrew you normally mention. So I can't preach the gospel. No, sir. You are qualified. Hallelujah. Just learn the gospel. Just go and announce it. Hallelujah. Hello, brother. Jesus loves you. Will you accept his love today? That word you just said is gospel. Praise God. It's gospel. It is gospel enough. Hallelujah. Listen. Gospel content is saving content. Gospel power is in the gospel message. If you will unleash the gospel message, people will get saved. Romans 1:16. It says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also what? To the Greek. Hear me well. The gospel message is like a lion. You cannot cage it. All you have to do is preach it, and you do his job. Praise God. He says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ. The word gospel is huajelion. Huajelion is what? The too good to be true news of Christ. He says it is the power of God. Everybody say power of God. Now, the word power here, as you well know, is the word dunamis. What is dunamis? Dunamis means the inherent ability, the intrinsic ability, the, in Yoruba, abinibi ability. I use it, do you understand? So he said, it is the power of God unto what salvation? It means the preaching of the gospel as inside of it intrinsically the ability to save a man. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. That is why you will preach to somebody, all right, who hears the gospel for the first time. He may reject what you said, but the seed of the word has entered his heart. So he now goes to sleep. He now begins to have dreams of Jesus. Are you seeing that? He cannot sleep well because he says, I have to do something about this message I've had. Why? The gospel has entered. Hallelujah. Look at another man and say, The gospel is powerful. Wow. So, look at another man and say, It is very, very, very powerful. Listen to me. Do you want to do mighty things for God? Do you want your name to be popular in the kingdom of God for all eternity? You know, in all eternity, we will always talk about Abraham. We will always talk about Isaac. We will always talk about Jacob. Is that correct? We will also always talk about Paul. Listen to me. It is what you do for the gospel that will make your name immortal. Are you hearing what I'm saying? What you do for the gospel is what will, be, what will make your name immortal. Remember the woman, Mary Magdalene, that broke the alabaster box on the body of Jesus. Do you remember what Jesus Christ said? Jesus Christ said that this thing that this woman did, alright, they are going to talk about it for many generations. Because it is what you do for the body of Christ that makes you immortal. It makes your name Immortal. That's why we will still talk about blind Bartimaeus today. That's why we will still talk about Paul today. It's why we will talk about Barnabas today. Because you see, wh- whoever is connected to Jesus is eternal. There are a lot of great people we don't talk about. There are a lot of kings that conquered regions. But their conquering was not what? Eternal. So their name is not immortal. Praise the Lord. As I Praise the Lord. If you want to make an impact to your generation, that is eternal, invest in the gospel. The gospel is not the God, the preaching of the gospel message is the only venture that has eternal impact. Amen. Microsoft, Bill Gates has built a wonderful company. He has billions. Elon Musk, they built Tesla, has billions. Let me tell you something. One day they will die. They can't carry a Tesla to heaven. If you bury a Tesla with them, that Tesla cannot resurrect. Praise the Lord. So that means it is not eternal. Praise God. Your money is not eternal. Your fame is not eternal. Praise God. Listen, the affairs of this life goes up and down. The guy that was famous 15 years ago is no longer famous today. Are you following what I'm saying? All right? The guy that had money years ago, he doesn't have money now. Which means that life in this earth realm is designed not to last forever. But there is something that lasts forever. The man in Christ and his work in Christ. What you do in Christ, you will never lose. Praise the Lord. I taught you that you are a spirit that has a soul and lives in the body. You are a spirit being that is having an earthly experience. Your earthly experience is timed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your earthly experience is timed, which means there is a time after which you will leave this earth. But you will not cease to exist after you leave this earth. Your spirit will go and give report to God. I have spent my 70 years, 90 years on earth. You will give account Of what you did with your body on earth. What you give account before God. Will now determine how you will spend the rest of eternity. Look at 2 Corinthians 5. Verse 10. For some of you that are sleeping and doing nothing as regards the kingdom. You don't have all the time. In fact, listen to me. What we do right now on earth is determining our status in eternity. And eternity is not 10 years. It's not 15 years. In fact, you cannot call any number of years to define eternity. So why are you wasting your time? Praise God. Start serving God now. Start doing the work now. Praise God. You are talking about, eh, what of money funding? Listen to me. Let me tell you something. I'm going to get to something now. where are will be talking to you about fellowship and partnership. When we got born, let me not get ahead of myself. Let's read this one first. Everybody read 1 to go. Second Corinthians 5.10. He says what? For we shall must or what? Everybody look at everybody say must. Everybody say must. You can't mix it, miss it. Your wife cannot report on your behalf. Those of you that are lying, girlfriend, boyfriend, to dist- distract you from the work of ministry. Those of you that are hiding your bestie, distract your bestie will not report for you. Hallelujah. And that's why you must live a life of wisdom on this earth. Because you must not die before your time. That's why COVID can't kill me for my time. How can COVID kill me? And I will not go and say, I didn't complete my mission because of COVID. God forbid. Hallelujah. I will finish my course. Say that with me. I will finish my course. Say aloud, I will finish my course. I have a race to run. I will run it. I will run it well. And I will finish it. Hallelujah. That's why sickness must not have any place in your body. Because if sickness cuts short your time, it means that the impact will be limited by sickness, which Jesus actually made power available to cure. Verse 10, he says, For we must all what? Appear before the what? Judgment seat of Christ. That everyone may receive what? The things done in what? In his body. According to that he had done, whether it be what? Good or bad. This is the judgment seat of Christ, the judgment seat of rewards. Rewards. Because that word judgment seat is the Greek word bima. Bima, all right, is the place where, all right, judgment is passed. This is not judgment of heaven or hell. This is judgment as to whether your work is qualified for a reward. Praise God. So listen to me. If I ask you now, which walk, if you appear before Jesus now, which walk will you present? The walk are men, souls, that you have turned from darkness to light. Which walk will you present? Are you going to stand before Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, empty-handed? Hallelujah. Will you say, Lord, I was not able to turn men into Christ because when I was in church, listening to the message that you set me on fire, I was sleeping. Is, is that going to be your excuse? is it that is your excuse going to be i was in nigeria and because of the challenges of economy all right all right I, um, I couldn't really do the work of the gospel if you had sent me and planted me in europe i would have done it then god will say hold on He will call somebody from china where they were not allowed to preach the gospel and when they preached the gospel they were thrown in jail and that person will come lord i brought 20 million 20 million to you and you know you say you, you were in Nigeria. Did anybody throw you in jail for preaching the gospel? No. Yet this one, in China, where they were, I mean, a, minister, a gospel minister, an American minister was giving a testimony. He said that when he went, he went to China, and we went to China, they had to train some of their leaders. And there were just about 150 people he was training. They had to train, he had to, they had to have the meetings in an undisclosed Location in the mountains because they couldn't have those meetings publicly. Because china in China, religion is illegal, the uh, practice of Christianity is illegal in China because China is an 80s country. 80s country. If you're a Muslim Christian, now, they'll put you in jail. If you go and say, uh, so they went to have the training there, and he had to smuggle some Christian materials in there. Praise God. So he was talking to those Christian leaders. And they were telling him that, oh, we wish we had what you had in America. We wish you had freedom of worship. We wish you had freedom of religion. And he was saying, hold on. He asked one of them. He now told this person, he said, he asked them, he said, you don't have a Bible. All right, because you now carry a Bible around. He now asked, how exactly do you know the scriptures so much? Because he noticed that they could quote scriptures. He said, that's easy. I learned how to quote most of the scriptures in jail. That what will happen is when some people came to visit, they will smuggle pages of the Bible, one page or two pages, into the cell. And when they got it, they had, listen to me, the the contraband many people have in prison is smoke, um, weed, alcohol. The contraband these guys were peddling in prison were Bible passages that some people would have copied out and they would give it to them and they would memorize it because they they would get the scriptures away and confiscate it from them in record time. These guys had led, each of them, the minimum members they had was 20 million. 20 million. Some of them were 25 years old. Some of them are 30 years old. 20 million. And most of them had been in jail four times, five times for preaching the gospel. Their offense was preaching the gospel. Is that the same person you want to go and be giving excuses to? You want to go and be giving excuses to, to the Lord Jesus and say, you understand? Praise God. Listen to me. Put your hand on your chest, everybody. And say this with me. I refuse to be ashamed. I will not be ashamed when I stand before my Lord. Say it again. I will not be ashamed when I stand before my Lord. This is very important. Very, very, very important. Praise God. Praise God. All right. So we must appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Now let me just show you one thing and I close because of time. First Corinthians chapter number 1. First Corinthians chapter number 1, let us read from verse 8 to 9. God has called us into fellowship by salvation, by the new birth. Hallelujah. But after we have been saved, the next level is partnership. Praise God. So you must move from fellowship with God toward partnership. The truth about this is that the man who is in fellowship with God will be a partner with God. The man who is in fellowship with God will be a laborer with God because it is what it is the consequence of fellowship. Look at First Corinthians chapter one, verse eight. Everybody read. Want to go? He said, "Who shall also confirm you into the end, that ye may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ." Now, verse nine. Everybody will want to go. He says, "What?" everybody read now. He says what? God is faithful by whom you were called unto what? The fellowship of his what? Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. That word fellowship is going on here and it means oneness. It means what? Oneness of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. All right? So that means oneness, that is togetherness. Praise God. Oneness, togetherness. Hallelujah. Praise God. So he has called us being one with jesus but you see inside this fellowship is a partnership because there is in koinonia one of the words koinonia actually means is partnering praise god so if you are one with jesus then you will be about jesus affairs it's like a man is married to a woman you will notice that when two people are married all right they now begin to have similar goals you will find that the woman is helping the man fulfill his goals the man helps the woman fulfill her goals do you know why they are connected by what marriage marriage made them one but marriage now all right brought about what partnership so partnership that came as a result of what fellowship are you following what i'm saying so paul goes on to now say we are what Collaborators with god hallelujah we are called what? Laborers. Listen to me. There is an invitation into the vineyard. An invitation into laboring. Laboring to bring many to Christ. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. Everybody turn in there. Proverbs 11 and verse 30. All right. The fruit of the righteous is a what? Tree of life. And he that winneth souls is what is wise. You turn many. Listen, do not live a selfish life. A life where you are only about you. Listen to me. One of the greatest regrets you will have when you end your life is that you would now take stock at the end of your life as what really matters. What really matters. Listen, and I'll close that um, now in a few minutes because we'll pray. One major trap that you might fall into when you have a lot of energy when you are very active as a christian you are young is that you will be tempted by the devil to chase all the things that don't matter and those things when you examine them at the end of your life you say, why was i chasing all these things things like looking for validation chasing validation from men Men to say yeah yeah you you understand so that validation you are seeking from men is one of the reasons why some people are not vocal about their faith. Are you following? They're not vocal about their faith. So, you know, um, you, you, know you, you want people to say you are cool. You understand what I'm saying. You want people to say, ah, yes, I, I think I understand you. I feel you. You are wise. I, I feel you. Listen to me. Stop looking for validation from men. It will not matter when you die. Praise the Lord it will not matter when you are, because you are not going to stand before men, you are going to stand before Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All right. Don't chase, don't try to um, uh, acclimatize and agree with popular trends that are anti-Christ. Hallelujah. Stop trying to agree with popular trends that are anti-Christ. Hallelujah. Make sure your voice is loud for Christ. Hallelujah. Remember what Jesus Christ said. He said, if you speak to men, speak of me before men, I will speak of you before my what? My father. Basically, he said, if you confess my lordship before men, it means I confess you before my father. Hallelujah. Basically, if you accept me and believe on me, I will confess your name before my father. (laughs) Praise God. So look at me. Do not allow your generation, to ever be one where the name of Jesus is not loud. you know something I found? I I remember something. There was this conversation sometime during the week about people, somebody who preached to an Uber driver. You understand? This was going on on Twitter. And uh, people were like, uh, some folks were saying that that was harassment. Preaching Christ to the Uber driver was what? Harassment. So someone came up and said, "If I was discussing cryptocurrency with the Uber driver, was it is it harassment?" He said, "No, it's business." If I was discussing football with the Uber driver, I said, "No, that's just entertainment." All right, so I can discuss entertainment with my Uber driver. I can discuss business with my Uber driver, but I cannot discuss Jesus with my human uh, Uber driver. So that means the issue is not the discussion. The issue is Jesus. The devil, listen to me, the devil wants the volume of the name of Jesus to be low. He does not want the name mentioned in places that matter. He does not want the name mentioned in the political arena. He does not. That's why, for example, I was listening to the inauguration of um, uh, Joe Biden. And they said, in the name of what we owe there, whatever you believe in. All right. So there was even one that said, when they finished praying, they now said, In the name of the Lord of all the faithful, something. And they now said, Amen and a woman. So you can see that what, yeah, amen and a woman. So listen, yeah, because so what has gone on now, listen, what is going on is that the devil is planting clowns, all right, that are masquerading, listen, are masquerading as preachers and fake people in political arena who are agreeing to downplay the name of Jesus Downplay the name of Jesus. So listen, they would downplay, they are downplaying the name of Jesus in music, in the entertainment industry. They are downplaying the name of Jesus in media, in the news. So when you are watching DSTV, when they say Jesus Christ is bleep bleep, they will put there. Why? Because they do not want the volume of that name. Because they, the devil understands the power of the name. He knows that if the consciousness of the name of Jesus increases in the heart uh, on the earth, many men will be saved. Hallelujah. So he turns down the volume. Hallelujah. He makes airtime on TV expensive all right so you now have christian television that is not you know people don't like to watch because the the content is so drab then you have christian television that have become politicized that instead of preaching jesus they are talking donald trump and talking about trump 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 for the last four years no gospel trump 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 Trump, deep state trump 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 Trump, you now find that they've been distracted the gospel and listen american political message is not salvation it's not the gospel it is It's the gospel that will save men listen, that is why we must get the gospel into music. You have to sing the gospel. And your own gospel song is not the one that you will tie up and begin to dance, you know, Jesus, oh, Jesus, oh, adi kwa, oh, oh, no, 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 no. You will package it well, praise God. The lighting will be good, praise the Lord Jesus. And you will sing the gospel song that people like what? Genuine, we look at it. that's some, that's some, that's some dope stuff, man. Who sang it? They will say, it is the anointed that some group from Nigeria, praise God. You know, say, so Who's that guy rapping? Oh, that guy's good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a, a, a Christian rapper. Hallelujah. Then he says, I want to sign him. I'm gonna offer you one million dollars. The guy said, No, I'm not going to rap or sing for any other name but the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. We will do movies, gospel, put money behind it. Hallelujah. All right, the scenery will be good. The camera will, you, you understand? What I will put it out there. I will put it in. Watch this one. We put it on Netflix too. And we mention Jesus there. Some people are saying, Netflix, never, never. Listen to me. We will put religious content on Netflix. We will design, we will do super, um, superhero movies. Praise God. All right? It's not only Thor and uh, uh, Kenny We will do superhero. Listen to me. I want you to imagine this script. Hallelujah. Imagine this script that you have some superheroes. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. That, all right, their own is by speaking, they are able to get dead things to come to life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Then we design that this superhero, they speak a language that only all of them understand that are like codes. Are you following what I'm saying? So when they get there, you know, you want to fight them and some, the enemy is coming against them. They don't fight. They just go, Shigarokonpukutanda and the guy falls down. You know, we now you know, craft it everything then we make a universe out of it and put it out. It is what C.S. Lewis did with Chronicles of Narnia. When you are watching Chronicles of Narnia, how many of you have watched Chronicles of Narnia? The Lion and the Lamb. You are watching gospel. You just don't know. The Lion is Jesus. Aslan is Jesus. C.S. Lewis was a professor of theology. Hallelujah. But he packaged the story in such a way that the world will receive it. I'm mean, thinking it's lion we are talking about. Lion that talks. Praise the Lord. Look at neighbor and say, we'll get the gospel out. Say how we get, out. we get the gospel out. Hallelujah. Praise God. So what can you do? Look at neighbor and say, what can you do? Listen, it's very simple. You can preach you can tell somebody else about jesus let me just give you quickly what you can do with the gospel number one share the gospel that's one be loud about the message number two be loud about your personal testimony of what jesus has done for you praise god all right number three be loud about your local church your local church is your school where you have been trained the gospel someone was saying to me that i preach the gospel not your church i said listen you cannot preach the gospel without your church you can't. Do you know why? Because, you see, when you preach the gospel and people are getting saved, where are they going to continue their education? Is it not in your church? Praise God. How many of you, when you give birth to a child, you will go and meet them at the nursing station, and they now say, uh-huh, when are you taking a child? No, I just gave birth to the child. Though. My only is to give birth to the child. Let any of the other mothers there you know, take care of the child. That's the equivalent of saying, when you preach the gospel and get someone saved, you now tell, join any Bible-believing church. No. They are not supposed to join any Bible-believing church. They are supposed to join the one you are attending. Because there was a church that you heard a message about soul winning that spurred you to go out. That's the one. So that that person will hear that same message and join you doing that same thing. Praise God. Praise God. I'm always very suspicious of anybody that says say is doing ministry and does not have a place where he submitted. That person is a, is a rogue in disguise. Usually what normally happens is such people they will impregnate some people, they will sleep with some people, they will collect money and use. Do you understand? They will steal money, it will be all sorts. Why? Because there's no oversight. Praise God. Praise God. Are you ready to partner with the gospel? Rise up on your feet. We don't preach the gospel because we want money. Are you hear what I'm saying? We don't preach the gospel because we want to be rich. We don't preach the gospel because we want to be famous. Hallelujah. That all of these things might happen, but that's not our intent. It might happen. Notice what I said. It might happen. There are a lot of people that God has said, go to the village. You will never be famous. They may never be made famous. There are a lot of apostles in obscure places. They are serving God there. So do not use the measure of what you are going to get out of the gospel to determine whether or not God is calling you to do it or whether or not it is profitable to do it. Your profit, all right, the way you measure your profit in the gospel is in that men are getting saved. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? We are raising a generation of ministers without greed. Greed, without greed. Creed. who are not going to allow their pocket and their account balance to all right, replace the voice of God's spirit. Praise the Lord. Lift up your hands and just talk to God and say, Use me, Lord. Use me as a partner in the gospel. Talk to God. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikiacc.org. Remain blessed.